Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, I do let you bang you. Let me bang you, bang you, bang you. Let me bang you, bang you. Greetings, marriage and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted. With Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Hey, welcome to a brand new MA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. We got the dream team. We got Greg Romero Wilson. Uh, hey. We also have Sean McCorkle, who told me he's going to get better internet this week. Uh, I think somehow, do your parents also live in like a cave? What's, go, what's going on? Uh, it's going to be a great show, though. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm excited about it. We're waiting for Don Fry. He doesn't know what year it is. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's gonna be- <laughs> By the way, for those of you listening, he, he texts him. He's like, hey, so you guys coming? And Don's like, sure, when? Yeah. He was, he, 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 he was like, what show? So um, I, I had a good weekend. I took my family, went to Santa Barbara. I uh, went to the zoo. The zoo was over. Oh, it's beautiful up there. Yeah, the zoo was open. We had like a night before we went to the Grove. We had a good like little, went to the beach with the dog. Although my, my dog like literally is like on his last limb. He's like, you know, shitting everywhere, pooping everywhere. His eyes don't work. He's blind. He's deaf. His heart is costing us like $400 a, a month to keep him alive. Uh, so we take him to the vet and the vet's like, he's okay. And my wife's like, we should get a second opinion. I'm like, normally, <laughs> like, like normally you get a second opinion when someone's <laughs> Is that your dog you're talking about, or Don Fry? Uh, uh, both, uh, both. Um, Don Fry also. Uh, Sean, how was your week? What'd you do? Uh, I did pretty much nothing, but I did win. Uh, did you see? I hit. Uh, I put on Facebook a twenty-three to one for a hundred twenty-three hundred bucks on Ron Gronkowski scoring the first touchdown in the Super Bowl, and almost hit a sixty to one on fifty bucks that Gronkowski to win the MVP, but they robbed him and gave it to uh, Tom Brady. So. Yeah, I made a couple of thousand gambling on the Super Bowl, but that was about it. Nice. And then, Greg, you? I was uh, in the same boat, gambling on the Super Bowl. I won 425 bucks. And uh, that's, uh, so that's what I – and, I mean, I was – I did watch the UFC uh, main card. I yeah. watched the main card, um, which, was, which was pretty damn good. It was a good, it was a good card. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk but, about uh, – But that was it. The rest of it was all football, football, football and betting and <laughs> filling out lineups and you know i'm draft kings like i enter 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 <laughs> did, did you watch the bare knuckle boxing event friday night you said you were going to watch it did you watch it greg i did not uh, did you sean yeah and lost uh, 500 dollars on Paige van zandt oh uh, really oh man like, i thought she was gonna win i really did Paige van zandt actually even though she lost she didn't look terrible. Like, I think if there's ever a sport 
that you need experience in is bare knuckle boxing because there's like nothing you can do to prepare you for it because it, it just the other girl was one and two but she bit in the bare knuckle bare knuckle boxing ring three times it was it was evident in the beginning Paige Van Zandt was trying to actually just box See that it was like a boxing match, like, which is what you would assume it would be like. Well, that's what the title uh, certainly insinuates. <laughs> but, but bare knuckle boxing, it's a different sport than boxing. That's what Paul Malignaggi, it's like, it's so much clinching, inside fighting. There's so many other things. It's almost like a hockey fight. Like Don Fry would have been perfect. Oh. Where it's like, you have to, you're allowed to grab with one hand and hit with the other. So there's so many little tricks that you need to know that it's hard to actually know by because by the fifth round, Paige won the fifth round, almost knocked her out in the fifth round, or hurt her at least. I think if it was a 10 yeah. fight, Paige would have won. But it's just experience, man. This is a sport. Even Hector Lombard, his first fight, didn't look that great. And in the second fight, he just destroyed Kendall Grove because you have to be in there. It's not like boxing. You think it's just, oh, I'll just box, and I'll do bare knuckle boxing. But it's a, it's a different sport. It's a different sport. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a sport that normally was relegated to parking lots and backyards. We are one. We're literally one name fighter away from bum fights. Just uh, so you know. Well, I mean. Well, <laughs> I'm so sure. Well, what's crazy, though, is that uh, I'm a, I'm a, like, the whole sport is actually crazy. Like, the whole sport's crazy. But um, in the bare-knuckle boxing uh, thing – uh, the, after the main event, the girl that beat Paige Van Zant, some other girl. Uh, did you guys? Um, by the way, hold on. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you can, is there anything you guys can see on the uh, screen right now? I'm trying to figure out. Uh, Wean Dog has a new job, so he's like training. So I'm trying to figure out how to actually share a screen, and it, it's not as easy. Okay. Not, uh, one, as one, one would think. Um, yeah. But this girl hopped in the ring. This girl that we had on the podcast, Jenny Savage. Jenny Macho Savage. After the other girl won, she hops in the ring and just like starts talking shit. And the girl that won dumped water on her head. Uh, and the announcer didn't say anything about it. As if like we were all supposed to know who that person was and, and what was going on. It was probably the funniest thing I've seen in a very long time. Uh, so hold on, let me see if I can. If I can yeah, it had a very kind of wrestler. I did see that on your Twitter. Yeah, and yeah. it had kind of a very um, WWE vibe to it. <laughs> like, like you know, I thought it had like a Connor. Stephen Bonner, Justin McCauley vibe going on. Oh, it was awesome. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And, and people were like, I was laughing to myself at, at, at so much of, of like what happened in bare knuckle boxing. Hey, Bree. Bree. Uh, uh, so Don Fry is here. Donna, how are you, man? Good, Bert. How are you? Good, good, good. I think you actually missed the boat on bare knuckle boxing. You would have been perfect for this because it's so like a hockey fight where you just grab one person's like the back of their neck and just start hitting them with the other one. Uh, man, you would have been the bad. You would have been undefeated for for life in bare knuckle boxing. Oh shit! What are the rules? I may get in on it still. Well. <laughs> I say do it. Uh, yeah. the, there really aren't that many rules. Uh, it, it, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, the whole thing, it's just, uh, 
it, it, I mean, you can't, you can't elbow, you, you can't bite, uh, you can't, you know, knee or punch. I mean, you can punch, obviously. You can't, you can't, you can't knee, but it, it's, it's awesome. I'm a big fan of bare knuckle boxing, by the way, a huge fan. Uh, so, so Paige Van Zandt lost, though, and I feel kind of bad for the organization because that would have been huge for them. You know, like, like if they would have had yeah. But she didn't look bad. I mean, she really didn't look bad. She, she kind of learned, she kind of, like I said, you know, it's not as easy as one would say, okay, here we go. So I am sharing, the, can you guys see me? Yeah. Uh, we can see your screen. Oh, okay, that's bad. All right, sorry, hold on. All right, now can you see? All right, I'm gonna have Joe edit this shit out. Uh, how do I get this back? It's like you and uh, the screen. All right, hold on, ready and action. Level with me, there's levels to this. All right, so, all right, now can you see it? All right, so, mm -hmm. we're gonna, so this is the girl that jumped in the ring. And it's not getting it. All right. So this girl won. She beat Paige Van Zandt. And I was not going to let Paige Van Zandt outwork me. You cannot outwork me. Yeah, I'm not the most technical boxer. Nobody can outwork you. Congratulations. What's going on here? Whoa, whoa. Trash, trash. You will never be in this level with me. Yeah, so that's the, so, so that's the security they have at uh, Bare Knuckle Boxing. Obviously, they have really great security. You can just walk in the ring and get water thrown at you. Uh, thoughts, Greg, on that? Like I said, it's very WWE. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like I feel like they almost someone on the side was like, just run up there, just get in there, and just, just, just like take the mic from her right now. You know, like see, which could, you know, we're talking about it, so I guess in that regards it worked. But that's what it felt like to me. It felt kind of staged. Well, we're gonna have the girl on the show Thursday. Uh, Jenny Savage. That was, like the, that was like the early days of UFC, man. You put, a couple people just got in the ring. You didn't know who the hell they were. <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing it back, Don. Now, Don, do you like miss that at all or no? Yeah, like what? Do you, do you, do you, do you uh, miss those days, the early days of the, of the UFC? Of course, man, of course. Yeah, it does. It does seem like men were men back then. I remember women back then. It was just a different uh, vibe. So the girl who won, uh, this was probably my favorite post-fight speech ever. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to play her because this girl. I love Paige Manson. Hold on, she was an idol to me. Can you guys see it or no? She was a pretty girl. Not right now. Oh, shit. I got to get better at this, man. Fucking weed dog. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's all weed dog's fault. All right. Now, all right there we go. Now we see it. Are we going to keep ignoring the fact that Somebody in the crowd had a shirt that said Team Fart on it because that was awesome. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here we go. Hey, I'm Team Fart. Because she was a pretty girl. <laughs> I'm not a person, though. I'm not. I'm a You guys are going to feel it. You mean me. Well, I, I know. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's like that's like when the Molly kicks in right there. Um, that girl is not a person; she's a feeling. Uh, Don, are you a feeling as well? Oh yeah, I'm a bad feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Don's a hard feeling. Yeah. yeah. What What about you, Don Junior? Are you a feeling? Oh, you know it. I'm a feeling. I'm a feeling like a shit that's too big for your asshole on the way out. 
that's my feeling. <laughs> oh God! I yeah. Spared him some feeling. Spared him feeling like that on the way in. Jeez. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that. I mean that girl. You know she's probably wild in bed though. I mean that girl's. An, I mean any girl that's like I'm a feeling. But you know those are the kind of girls I think that you know just. Uh, you time. think so? No, I think the girl that stomped at the ring and stole the mic from her is wild in bed. You think that one, Jenny Savage? Why? Because that's the kind of girl that, yeah, she'll She's like, aggressive. She's going to spit on it. She's going to, you know, she's going to call you a pussy. She, that, that's what, I think she'd be wilder than the other one. Who's like, she's so pretty. She told me that you can be pretty and I'm a feeling. Yeah. I don't know. You're right. She might just lay, close her eyes, and just be in her own world and hear music in her head. The feeling. Right. I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. But I mean, you want wild? You're talking wild. It's, it's fucking stormy stage. That's who it is. Uh, Don, are you in a, uh, a tornado right now? What, what's going on? <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm always in a tornado, baby. Are you, are you riding horseback through town? Are you getting picking up a new uh, server? What do you? <laughs> Why is it always like the Wizard of Oz when you call? Every time you call, <laughs> it's fucking like you open. Like, what's going on with you? It's like you're in Arizona. This is not, not even windy. It's, it's only wind in your house. Like, what, what's going on? Yeah, it's a little windy in my house right now. And shit, it's beautiful outside. Oh. It's hard to beat. You know, yeah. I, had to, I had to get him to wake up, you know, to answer your phone call. So, yeah, you know, shit, it's only noon, so I'm, I'm still sleeping, having a dream, and then, and then you you call and wake me up. Are you going to come on, man? So, so, all right. So I had to come outside and wake up first. This was literally, this was literally Don's text to me. I'll, I'll read you Don's text. Uh, he goes, Hey, uh, hey, you watching? The, I go, you're watching the fights right now because we're going to talk about the fights and I would like Don to watch them. They were free. They were on ESPN+. Plus. Don, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay for ESPN+. Plus if you have to watch the fights. He goes, nah, my back's too fucked up to go anywhere. So I go, damn, let me know if you need anything. He goes, a hand job and a funny joke. I guess you'll be providing a hand job. You know anyone who could give me the other one? <laughs> This is what he fucking. This is what he. Texts. It's like Brendan Trump. Like this is fucking. This is my text. A hand job or a funny joke. Uh, like thanks, Don. I appreciate. That's it. That's so great. Uh, I saw Don. You were with uh, Severin over the weekend. Test your meter. Yeah, we uh, we did our uh, first podcast this weekend with that uh, former Navy SEAL, Ray Cash Bear, and. Had a real good time. Right. A, it was, yeah, it was a real good uh, podcast. So right now they're editing it up, you know, before they before they start putting it out. I like it. I like it. I like cool. It. Uh, also, Chris Lieben won his fight in bare knuckle boxing. He looked amazing. Oh, that's right. That's what I wanted to see too. Dude, he, he, got, he did good though, huh? It was like it was punch for punch. It was exactly what you'd expect for a Chris Lieben fight. Uh, which, which you're never going to win that fight against Chris Lehman. Uh, he's got no. the hardest head in the history of heads. Him and, like, Mike, uh, another guy, Mike, Mike Perry. Mike Perry have the two hardest heads in sports history. Maybe Fry. So, um, yeah, of course, Lehman won that fight. And he, but he also retired afterwards. He retired, so, uh, you know. 
Good luck to Lieben. Well, I guess he just wanted – he probably just wanted that one more fight, go out on a win. That's probably what he wanted. Yeah. He was like, I just want to win. I want one last – so good for him. But yeah. he was – it seemed like it was going to be a natural fit for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Johnny Bedford, I thought he won his fight. He lost to Dan uh, – that, that win, I think his name is. Uh, the guy's actually a really good box, a good boxer. I thought Bedford won. It was a champ. It, was close, it wasn't a complete robbery. You know um, – but yeah, another guy that Johnny Bedford's a guy, a guy that like, there are certain people that are just tough. I feel like bare knuckle boxing is great for people who are tough that can take a punch. I just want to stay in the pocket and throw punches until because he, he's one of those guys, and so is Lieben. I'm not sure how great it is for your long term health, but uh, as far as sport goes, fuck yeah. Uh, UFC fights. So first of all, before I get to that, there's one fight that I think Don Fry missed out on. Uh, one sport actually. I'm, I'm going to play this right now. This, I think, is the sport of the future. Um, right oh, here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My this man. ridiculous. Uh, Don Fry. Uh, here we go. All right, here we go. And boom. Don, what do you think? Yeah, that'd be me. That'd be me. <laughs> right? If you were this was the Middle Ages? It's not just sword fighting, though. There's an MMA component to it. Um, I'll show you. So there he goes, swords, and then he gets down, but then he kind of throws, he kind of gets, the guy gets mount. So there's ground and pound, but with... With armor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ground and pound with armor. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, so that's... Another, it's another great sport, I think, for the, for the future right there. I got to get better at this fucking thing right here. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah. I don't think the future the is what punch you're thinking of. <laughs> 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 that's, like, it's like that's the past of MMA. Exactly. <laughs> it's definitely the sport of the ancient past. It's not. <laughs> 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 so let's talk about the UFC fights that went on. Overeem fought. It seemed like Overeem just didn't want to be there. Uh, he, he seemed like everything he did, he was in the verge of falling down. I don't know if it was one of those things where he just – it was not his day. He showed up. He wasn't feeling right. He knew it was – and maybe he was like, I'll just give him my best shot. But it just did not seem like – seemed like mentally he was defeated 10 seconds into the fight. Uh, McCorkle, your thoughts? Yeah, he cost me actually a couple grand because I was positive Overeem was going to win because uh, the Russian guy's really not that good. Um, so I was positive. Uh, I don't like to criticize fighters or call them quitters, but Overeem wanted out of that fight from the moment it started. The first time he got hit, he covered up and waited to get knocked out and just ran and waited to get knocked out. I don't know, man. I don't get it. I wasn't the best fighter by any means, but I was there to win at least. You know, like I would try, even if I was getting my ass kicked, I at least tried to win. You know I mean? What's – What's the difference between trying to get knocked out and just waiting to get knocked out? You know what I mean? Like, you might as well – you're not going to get hurt anymore if you try to win while you're in there. It's, it was pitiful. It was ridiculous. Greg? Well, I mean, unfortunately, this is what we've seen from Alistair Overing before. Like, every so often, we're like, he needs to stop fighting. And then he goes on a four-fight win streak, and you're like, I guess I was wrong. I guess he's fucking great at this. And then he shows up and does what he did on Saturday, and you're like, that, this is what I was saying the last time you did this shit. Yeah. You know, he, he's that guy, and now, yeah, I mean, if you were you just see that fight, you'd be like, this guy 
needs to quit fighting. But you watch now; he'll then give him somebody, and then he'll go on like another three win streak. It's this is the the annoying fucking mind fuck of Alistair Overeem. Uh, uh, Don. Yeah, you need to find out who he, uh, Alistair's betting on before the fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, you might have a point there. It, it, I don't know. You're right. It's got to be the most frustrating thing as a coach because. But he was plus 160, so he should have bet on himself and tried to win then. Because he shows up sometimes yeah. and doesn't show up other times. It's, you're right. I, it's sort of like he has a kind of a bully mentality where if he's winning, he'll fucking annihilate you. But then if something goes wrong, it just he can't. I don't know what happened to McCorkle. Uh, his internet is definitely not winning. Um, <laughs> we still I, hear him. Uh, no, he's not. I, I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll come back. But yeah, he'll be back. It was hard to watch. Now, what was harder to watch was Frankie Edgar. Uh, Ooh. I'm a Frankie Edgar fan. I'll always be a Frankie Edgar supporter. And I said, and I think it was the last podcast one before I go. I'm just worried about him getting caught with some fun, with some fancy something fancy something that like, like I said a flying knee or a spinning wheel kick or this guy, you know, Corey Sandhagen just he timed him up. Unpredictable, so unpredictable and so fancy and so hard to train for guys like that because you got to bring in somebody who's going to throw flying knees and wheel kicks at you when you're not expecting it, and that that could really hurt you and fuck you up in sparring. So it's hard to train for a guy like that. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Frankie doesn't get caught with that flying knee. Almost nobody does that flying knee on Frankie. Or else you would have seen it before. And, man, it was a perfect flying knee. The guy got incredible height on it, great length, great athleticism. And, man, I felt bad for Frankie because he fell kind of like how Ben Askin fell, just like slow motion, just lights went out, boom. Oh, I know. Oh, stiffened up immediately, too. Whoa. That was tough to watch. That was really hard to watch. Don, did you watch that fight or see highlights? Yeah, I saw the highlight, yeah. And, um, and I didn't know that. Frankie, you, told, you just said it, man. Jeez. No, it's, you know, like you said, it's disturbing. Jeez, the way it is. Because I mean, I'm a Frankie Edgar fan, too, and to see that happen. Jeez, it takes your breath away. <laughs> now, how do you train for a guy like that? How do you train for a guy that's going to just be so unpredictable and throw spinning wheel kicks or flying knees? Like, what's the best way to train for a guy like that? Watch a Keith Jardine fight. Watch Keith Jardine fight? Ooh, yeah. All right. Yeah, but Jardine didn't throw, like, crazy wheel kicks and stuff. Jardine comes from everywhere, man. Like, like I said, like a rapid octopus. You don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> you know, it's all smoking <laughs> mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do, but do you bring in karate guys for that? Like, do you bring in guys to train with that are basically strikers that just throw crazy shit for that purpose? Fuck no, fuck no. I, I, I never change my style. I let people train for me, you know? Oh, there it is. That's some big dick talk right there. Love it. That's it, baby. Uh, <laughs> you know, the thing, the question I have is with Corey Sandy, okay, so he wins this fight, 28 seconds. Two thoughts. One is, you know, I, I can't help on the, on the Frankie Edgar side that that's, you're just like, 
well, that was five weeks of working out for nothing. <laughs> like, all that work for 28 seconds. And then for the other side, for Sandhagen, it's like, okay, do, do you now think he's a better fighter than you thought before? Or did he time it up and get lucky and we really didn't learn no, shit no, about it? Because his last fight, he won by a spinning wheel kick uh, against, I think it was Marlon Morass, I believe. So, and he's obviously, his record is like, like 18 and two. He's got some kind of great record. So it definitely wasn't a, a, a fluke or a lucky thing. Uh, for Frankie Edgar, look, I, I told you what Freddie Roach, Roach was told me, that the guys who knock you out earlier are like doing you a favor because it's, it's those five-round beatings that really take years off your life. I don't know if I believe that because it looked like ooh, that's a, that was a fucking car accident right there. Oh, but, yeah, that was brutal. Like, would that be a better than what happened with, you know, Cain Velasquez versus uh, Junior Dos Santos when – the, like the second and third time where at the end it was just like, he looked like the sloth from the Goonies or, you know, I mean, yeah. guy from mask, you know? So would you rather get knocked out quick? Boom. It's over, but it, you didn't take really that much damage or, 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 or a five round beating. Uh, what's your opinion on that, Don? Uh, you know what? Freddie Roach is right. <laughs> you know, take a five round beating. Taking a five-round beat is horrible. You know, I mean, um, uh, fuck, Mark Cole beat me for, what, just nine minutes, and that was a horrible nine minutes of my life, you know? Yeah, your Wi-Fi still doesn't work from that. What's so, that? <laughs> I said your, 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 your Wi-Fi still doesn't work from that beating. That's how but he fucking right. knocked your Wi-Fi fucking... Yeah, your Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Uh, before, I'd be back to the Middle Ages. Uh, I'd be before, back to the Middle Ages and the sword fighting, you know, shit. McCorkle, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on that? You think that it's a five-round uh, worse or like a, a quick knockout? I mean, I think probably the quick knockout's better for you. Probably worse for your career, but um, I thought it was funny that uh, Ben Askren looked like Rocky Dennis from Mask before he fought Masvidal. So <laughs> it was like weird that um, he really did, but uh, – you thought I was going for any job there, and you were wrong. It was a uh, uh, back to Ben Askren. But, uh, yeah, no, I uh, – yeah, the quicker knockout, obviously, is better for your health. But uh, it's sad when you're part of a sport that you're talking about which way is better to get knocked out. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually. It's a really, really good point. Um, That's the job. Come on. Now, Clay Quita, Michael Johnson, another guy so frustrating. Michael Johnson did not look like he was in very good shape physically. Uh, he did okay. – he was doing okay – but Clay Guida is a guy that you're never going to outwork. Like, you never want to go in a third round with Clay Guida because he's just he, – the guy doesn't get tired. For some reason, he just keeps going and going and going. That fight – I had I had that fight even going third, and then fucking Clay got the takedown. And, oh, God. There's just so much talent there. So much talent. And didn't Clay win all three rounds on all three cards? Is that what happened? I I, I think it was the thirty twenty seven on all three cards. I was in, I was at the zoo trying to watch the fights, so I, I was okay because like, I remember watching it and thinking to myself because I was thinking it would be twenty nine twenty eight too. I yeah. thought you know either the first or second he could have lost, but the, but apparently he was all three judges thought he won all three rounds, and it's funny because I went into the fight thinking okay Clay Guida needs to fucking retire. And I ended the fight thinking, okay, Michael Johnson needs to fucking retire. Yeah. yeah for sure. Sean? It, uh, 
I thought it was I thought it was a little unfair, man. If I'm being honest, that Clay Guida was using his giant bald spot to reflect the light and blind Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Johnson, the entire fight. Um, so that was unfair uh, for him to do that. But I couldn't help but think, like as many times as Michael Johnson lost, like when the fight was over, I was thinking like beating Michael Johnson so easy, even a midget caveman can do it. Like that's what I was thinking watching the fight. So, I don't yeah, know. it's true. His actually his house was double parked outside uh, the arena. Um, yeah, you know, I'll tell you. Uh, Can I tell you, that's so funny you, you said that about the bald spot, because like, as a fellow guy who used to have long hair and then got a bald spot, that's, that's when you let it go. Because the only <laughs> thing worse than old guy, that is, the only thing worse than old guy long hair is old guy bald spot long hair. That's the worst. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Pantaggio versus Cape or Cape, everyone was uh, really hard, like high on this guy because he was like awesome and rising. I just felt like he was trying to find fight that perfect fight. He got to the UFC. He was like, this is my moment. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And because he didn't just relax and let himself go, he ended up losing the fight, a fight that maybe he could have won because he was trying too hard. I, I know as a comedian, when I'm trying to have the perfect set, yeah, uh, yeah. it never goes that way. Um, but it's... It's fucking. It's hard. It's, it's hard when you, you know, spent your entire career running against the UFC, and then you get there, and then all of a sudden you could just see that in his head he was thinking, thinking, thinking. But uh, did you ever, Don, try to fight the perfect fight? Did I what? You ever try to fight like the perfect fight, and you try to do everything right, but you didn't just let yourself relax in there? No, no. I just, you know, I always tried to kill the guy. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me what's the referee. I'm gonna kill the other guy. You know. Right, <laughs> so manly. Now, what do you think of the Eminem video? Uh, they aired an Eminem video. I'm, look, I'm an Eminem fan. Uh, you know, Eminem's an amazing rapper. But I just think with rappers, when they're young and hungry and broke, and they have something to prove. The stuff's always amazing. It's always like the best stuff's always like the yeah. stuff. And then they get rich and they get famous. And it's just, it's hard. I mean, you look at like, like even like Jay-Z and Eminem and even Kanye or these, these guys, like you can't compare like back when Dr. Dre was an NWA or, or when he lost it, when his first, you know, Ice Cube or these guys when they're Eminem. And now it just seems like when you're rich and you're worth $50 million and you're not pissed off at the man anymore, it just, it just doesn't, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. It does, the rapper's one, I can't think of one rapper who's gotten better with age. Can you, Greg? No, I, and you're right. I always think the same thing too. It's like the only thing he has to be upset about is that he feels he's not getting enough respect from yeah. the rap game. Like that's his major complaint at this point. You know, and it's like, uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, I think you're 100%. Although I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, my God, come on, UFC. First comedy, now music. Oh, thanks I a lot. I think we're losing focus. Here. I appreciate that. I actually wrote that Frankie Edgar was the luckiest guy in the world. So he didn't have to hear the song. You know, he was the one that, like, was actually... But, uh, but yeah, it's just... By the way, Eminem, wait a minute. Eminem with that dyed hair, you know, that weird brown hair and that beard now. I thought he looked... Remember the old G.I. Joe action figure? The original one that had the fuzzy hair and the yeah. fuzzy beard? He fucking looked like that to me. That's what he looks like now. 
No, I'm an Eminem fan. It's just, it's just hard. I mean, and the song wasn't that great. It just wasn't like, he's had much better songs. Let's be honest. I mean, he's had- And did they just air it because he put Dana in the video? Is that why they aired it? I mean- I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just not, I, I love Eminem, but that song and the, everything was just like, eh. I liked Eminem when he was just angry and pissed off and shitting on other rappers. Yeah, and taking a bunch of pills and fucking being a jerk off. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Don? What do you think of the Eminem video? Didn't see it, man. Didn't see it. Are you a uh, are you a uh, rap fan? No, no. <laughs> Shocker. I, I listen to country western and Johnny Cash and, and old rock and roll, man. Old stuff. I like it. That's yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. So, so when like you're on a date with a girl and you want to romance her, what kind of stuff do you put on? Oh hell. Fight of the bumblebee, you know. <laughs> Classic flight of the bumblebee. So, uh, the romantic. <laughs> so, so Greg Fry, what's a perfect date for you? Like what are you doing Valentine's Day? Oh man, I'm gonna I got a whole thing planned. I'm gonna uh, you know, set a trap. Uh, been a hole in the road, and then uh, whatever falls in it, I get to keep. That's the the rule in Arizona. And everybody knows that. But if it falls into a hole on your property, you get to keep it and fuck it. Wow! So I'm looking forward to that. It could be a pretty woman or just a squirrel. I don't care. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> if it's a squirrel, it's gonna be great because then I have something to eat right afterwards. I always get hungry oh, after fucking. You're gonna so, fuck. It's gonna be a good time. I look forward to it. It's like a terrible. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. Not the, not the. Sean, you're actually a, a very romantic guy. What are you doing on Valentine's Day with you with your girl? Uh, well, we were going to Key West, and I wasn't going to tell her, but then I got mad at it the other night, so I told her we weren't going, and I canceled it. So I'm kind of an a hole. Oh. But uh, yeah, I was going to surprise her with it, but we got an argument over something ridiculous. But I did want to say about uh, Dr. Dre. You know, you guys were talking about him earlier. A lot of people are impressed, like, you know, with his body of work or all the, you know, he came from nothing and start, was in NWA, then went on to a solo career. But I've always been most impressed that during all that, he still found time to finish medical school. Like, that's crazy to me because that's, <laughs> that's a lot of work and a lot of hours. Like, to actually become a doctor while doing this, always amazing. You're right. No one gives him credit for that. He really doesn't no. get the, maybe maybe because he didn't do it. I don't know, but he doesn't get enough credit. He's actually more of a doctor than Joe Biden. Uh, now, so what was I going to say? No, okay, you told What's up, people? Don, Greg, Sean, take a break for a second because I got some important information. Two of the most respected fighters step back into the octagon this weekend to compete for the welterweight title. That's right. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is very easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay underneath the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's a lot of money. I could use that money, okay? Listen, plus, and don't forget about basketball and hockey where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs this weekend. DraftKings is a safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. That's huge. Okay, here's your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now 
and use promo code ROASTED to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code ROASTED to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. There's a minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Check it out, okay? Check it out. All right, guys, come back. We told your girl that you're gonna, you're gonna take it to Key West, then you told her you're not gonna go. And now- well, no, I, had, I hadn't told her, I was gonna surprise her, but she made me really mad. And I was like, guess what? We were going to Key West in two weeks, but since you're being mean to me, now we're not going and I canceled everything. And then I immediately regretted it like an hour later, but I was really upset at the time. Some people call that roid rage, Adam, but I'm not positive. So now what are you gonna do? <laughs> so now what are you gonna I, I actually need to, I, I had, I, my wife wants a picnic, or I, I'm still kind of thinking about- Listen, I love the McCorkle style of punishment, because if you think about it, you can just tell them anything that you plan to do and cancel it. Like, oh, you know what? I was going to take you to the moon, but it's fucking canceled, man. <laughs> Looks like I'm we're returning. not married after all. Like, exactly. I'm returning our moon wedding package combo tickets. It's off. I was going to make you orgasm, but now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just you kidding. Just, I wasn't going to you just take back. You just take back anything you never told him you were going to give. It's brilliant. It's fucking genius. Like, guess what? The puppy mill's over. <laughs> so wait, no. So all right, no, because I actually need advice on what to do. What 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 are you, you going to do? For real? Uh, I don't know. I still have decided. Um, traveling's a real bitch right now, man. But I was going to go ahead and probably bite the bullet and wear the mask and do the whole thing. But uh, women love to travel. Like, but you already live in L.A., so you're already somebody. You got to if you're going to take her somewhere, it's got to be better than L.A. So um, that ain't hard to maybe. do. <laughs> Maybe you should move to Texas uh, because I heard that's what all the comedians are doing now since uh, Rogan went there. So. All right, so Valentine's Day, I'm going to move to Texas. All right, thank right. you. Right. <laughs> Guess what? We live in Texas now. Greg, what are you going to do for summer? Uh, you know, I'll probably just be silent for an hour. My let, wife. Me, let me tell you something. That I know that that is the greatest gift I can give my wife. But if she pisses me off, don't think for one second I'm not going to be like, you know what? I was going to be silent for an hour, but fuck that now. <laughs> fuck it now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do karaoke in the living room now. So that's from the Sean McCorkle School of Handling Your Business. <laughs> my wife went to a website where like they ask you about your partner, and she shows up. She's like, Adam. If we could do something for five hours together, what would it be? I was like, sleep. And uh, <laughs> that, was, that was not the answer she wanted to hear. Trust me. Uh, it never is. Never. So, all right. So none of us have any plans. <laughs> We're like the worst. What are we supposed to do? There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I'll write a poem. I'll write a lovely poem. Dude, Bree says to me the other day, she goes, uh, hey, I'm looking into it. You know, we can go on a wellness retreat. It's $8,000 and you go for a week, but you cleanse and you lose weight and you go hiking for four hours. I was like, all right, well, uh, you can go. <laughs> like, Bring you know back what? a juice. Bring back one of them juices. I'm like, you know what? I'll pay for you. I'm like, you can go for two weeks. You can, you can take my <laughs> I'm like, go get well. <laughs> That sounds like a punishment. That's what that sounds like. Camping for two weeks, like to starve. I'm like, that's first of all, you're gonna lose the weight and gain it back the day you fall. Uh, I was running my own wellness camp for a while. 
but it was different. People didn't, you'd show up and I'd make you dig wells. <laughs> and if you hit water, you got to go home. Fucking $8,000 to go camping, to go hiking, fucking, and eat berries? Like, who, who, why would you do that? What a fucking scam. I go, is this rehab? She's like, well, it's kind of like, it's rehab for your body. I'm like, get out of here. Everyone, it's just, dude, if, have you been on like TikTok? Everyone now is a fucking life coach. Everybody's a life coach. Everybody's like, if he breaks up with you, here's what you want to do. I'm like, shut up. This is why you're on TikTok. Or, uh, anyway. All right. So, uh, Benil Darius looked great. That dude, yeah. he just keeps getting better. I can't believe that Darius and Ferreira, Ferreira was like 17 and 2. Darius won five in a row. They were ranked 10 and 13. Like, how good is this division? Well, you yeah. That's that's some fucking division. Um, wow. Uh, I thought now I thought it could have gone either way. I I thought I thought Diego had a real chance there towards the you know in the on the cards. Right. I mean, uh, I if, if Diego would have won, it wouldn't have been a robbery. But I thought that uh, that. Uh, what, what, what about you, Sean? Uh, man, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you, but I don't know why the UFC is mainly Dane. I guess is so reluctant to a 165 pound division. Man, I think uh, 170 and 155 are both too loaded, too stacked. There's so many people walking around this earth that size or within cutting weight that those you know, like the average man's si size. Um, not in my family, but the average man's size like uh, leads that to be a real heavy division. You know, as far as like real stacked, and I just don't understand why they don't do 165 and thin it out a little bit. Let the smaller 70-pounders go down, the bigger 55ers go up. I don't get it. I don't get it. By the way, did you guys see Jose Canseco fight over the weekend? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, right. So Jose Canseco was a 4-1 to favorite against an intern from Barstool Sports. I don't know the guy. I guess the guy is a pretty well-known guy. I'm not really – I don't really watch a lot of Barstool, but, I mean, props to them. They're doing something, like, right. Um, now, this – Canseco came in, 4-1 to favorite. Sean – you're in you, what happened here? Hold on. So this is the first 10 seconds of the fight. Did he even get hit? No, I think he knew he was getting paid regardless, you know? And so he, uh, I mean, if, he, if his contract said he got paid no matter what, why take any damage? You know, like, it's like he's going to ruin his good name. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? But I mean, uh, Jose Canseco at one point was the man. I mean, he was the bash. What did he go down from? What did it, what even, it's like the guy swung and he just went, what happened there? I don't even know what we just saw. He said he came in with a shoulder in injury. His shoulder was hurt. Him and Alistair Overeem had the same coach last weekend, I think, same corner <laughs> man. <laughs> Don Fry, what are your thoughts about that fight? That wasn't a fight. Jeez Louise. Thank you. Fight. I mean, does that bother you though? That, that like people are taking dives like that? Yeah, the whole thing's, yeah, it's a scam. It's a fucking scam, you know, and, um, and that's why it took the UFC so long to get out of the cloud it was under, you know, because, you know, because when you have shit like that, I mean, won't we'll just get a bunch of grandmas together and have them run drive NASCARs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. I'm just thinking that too. I'm like, that actually sounds amazing. I like Grandma NASCAR. That sounds like a really yeah. good Grandma NASCAR. Something like that. Asian grandmas. Make it even better. 
Um, oh my God! Now, well, now it's just a, a derby. Now it's just a, up derby. a car crash derby. <laughs> Nobody would stay on the go track. Ten, you only Nobody. have to go ten laps, you know, because you know they're driving two miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week, big pay per view. I'm excited. Gilbert Burns versus Usman. This is good. The Walter White title. Now. I don't know. Burns is 19 and 3, Usman 70 to 1. But they trained together. They they said they trained for years together and Burns wanted the fight. That tells me that I think Burns is gonna win this fight. If they're trading partners and one guy wants to fight, the other guy didn't seem like he wanted the fight. I mean, just common sense says that this fight's gonna go to Burns. Uh Burns is a big underdog though. Pretty big underdog. Uh who do you think wins this fight? McCorkle. Man, I sure hope uh, Burns, but uh, Usman will probably win because I think he sold his soul to the devil. Like, if you have better cardio than Colby Covington when you fight him, like, there's supernatural forces involved or something. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I think uh, I think Usman will win, but, God, I hope Burns does. I'll, I'll probably bet on him. That's when I really lose money on fights, when I bet with my uh, heart instead of my head, you know, like if I really don't like a guy. Like, uh, Usman, to me, man, he avoids everybody. Like, I, I've never seen anybody so tough that was so afraid to fight anybody. Like, he – he tries to get out of fighting in general. Like, it's like he doesn't ever want to fight anybody, you know? What's up, people? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. How cool is that? They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. That's right. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. Okay? Bet Online, your online sports book experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Check them out. Don? Oh, geez. I got no idea on this one, buddy. I really don't. I, no, I pass. I pass. <laughs> Greg? <laughs> I think Don has to go pee. Um, <laughs> no, he's I'm like, no, oh, right man, now. I gotta go pee so bad. Why'd you come to me right now? Um, I don't ever get okay. off the phone when I do that. You know, I just go outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dirt, so don't make no noise. Um, well, first of all, for Gilbert to call Usman, I mean, what else is he's the number one contender? What else is he going to do but call out? He has to. There's nowhere else to go here. And yeah. honestly, I, although I am of the opinion that if anybody is going to beat Usman, it is going to be Gilbert Burns because he knows him so well and might actually be tougher than he is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I want to see Colby Usman too. That first fight was great. Uh, it was a great fight. And Colby just ran through Tyron Woodley. I mean, I thought that was going to be a lot more competitive than it was. I was worried about Colby because I'm like, Woodley hit so hard. I thought Woodley would definitely get up for Colby. And that was a beatdown. Oh, it was a beatdown. And, I, you know, no disrespect to, you know, Tyron Woodley. I love Tyron. But, man, that was uh, not how I thought it was going to go. I mean, that one-sided. 
So I think Colby's getting overlooked in some ways. No one's even talking about him anymore. I think he, maybe he pissed off the wrong people or something happened, but it's weird. Like he's not even in the he's not even in the discussion right now. You know, and he's lost what one fight in the last out of his last ten or last nine. So, I feel like the UFC could be like that though. Like once you get up there and you get your shot, then you kind of just slide right back down to this kind of middle ground of okay, no, you had your shot. Now we got to go through these other guys, and a- then we'll work our way back around to you. And you know, when you talk about the time between these fights, it just it begins to feel like a long time. Yeah, but it was also a very close fight. It wasn't like it was a shot where he got like just obliterated. Um, all right, I didn't so, think it was that close. It was Ty going to the fifth round. Okay. <laughs> was it? <laughs> All right. So Macy Barber, Alexa Grasso, Macy Barber. Um, they were a huge hype train behind her. She lost to Roxanne Modafferi, and then she tore her ACL in the first, or something happened. Uh, she finished the fight, but it was like hype train kind of got derailed. Uh, Alexa Grasso, tough fighter from Mexico, good striker. Who do we like in this fight? Don Fry. I don't know either one of them again. Mm. Lost. Uh, Sean? Same thing. Never seen or heard of either of them, so I don't know. All right. Uh, Greg? I like the girl in this one. All right, you guys are the worst. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I can't believe this is the co-main event. All right. I mean, oh. I understand they're trying to promote women fighters, but there are you, you got to be a pretty decent name fight in the women's game. And the women's game is so crowded that you can't find some name fighters. Macy Barber versus Alexa Grosso. This is the co-main event. Come on, guys. All right, I but mean, the, it's the, not the, the co-main. Card, the rest of the card is good. Kelvin, I mean, Kelvin Gas. Yes, but it, it, all I could think about this was, how did that wind up the fucking, the, the, the second, no, not, a, I mean, a, the fact that we barely know who they are and two of these legends can't even tell you, that shows you that this should not be the second. That, like became a, a black belt online or something with the, remember that Gracie? Attack? You're only reinforcing my point. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that a lot of people said this was the worst uh, co main event since UFC 124 when Stephen Strew fought Sean McCorkle. I just dare that one. All right, so Ian Heinish. He's the guy. Here we go. This is a fight. Ian Heinish is the guy we talked about that went to, you know, he was like uh, selling ecstasy, state champion, went to jail in the Canary Islands, became the kickbox champ of the jail, went to a different jail, became, became a wrestling champ. And then, then, he, then he was smuggling, before that he was smuggling cocaine and balloons up his ass, uh, went to Rikers Island, uh, got into a fight with a drug dealer, uh, beat him up, was about to get stabbed, and then his mom sold the house, and now he's out, he's cooking, and he's, he's uh, killing it. But in Kelvin Gaston. Didn't we, wait a minute, did we have him on the show recently? <laughs> yes, we had him on the show. That was yeah, like he was killing it before. <laughs> <laughs> But remember, he told the story about it. that's why he believes in prayer because he went back to his cell and was like, "God, please get me out of here." And they got him out of there. Sean, you need what? Sean, you never smoked balloons, cocaine, and balloons up your ass? No, that's what I was going to say. Like he, he probably didn't even know. You don't have to go to jail to do that. You can just do that like at your house if you want. But um, <laughs> I heard it. True I heard story. He True story. God, get me out of here. I heard he was praying, God, let those get out of there because um, my guess would be <laughs> if you stick stuff up your ass, you better hope it comes out. 
I actually told Kelvin Gaskell this whole story because he didn't know who this guy he was fighting. He was fighting this guy, and I ran into him uh, at the Tyson Roy Jones fight. I mean, we was like at the the ranch watching it. I go, "Who are you fighting?" 1992. I'm like, "Ian, who are you fighting?" Gaskell's like, "I don't know, some guy named Ian." Uh, I go, "Heinish." Yeah. I was like, "You know his story?" He's like, "No." I told him the whole story. Kelvin was like, "Wow, that's a cool story." I'm like, "Yeah, the guy you're fighting. Maybe you should." No, um, yeah, that seems like a very Kevin Gastelum answer, though. Like, all right, cool story. I look forward to finding. Okay, like that. Actually, that to me, that's that fits right in. So yeah, so he's fighting Adam. Adam was arrested, was arrested for smuggling bowling, bowling balls up his ass. <laughs> Yeah, with, with your fingers attached to the ball, it was fucking, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and all the evidence they needed to convict. Instead, they gave him the key to the city. Even though I like Ian, Kelvin's my guy. I hope he wins. He's also a guy that like, oh man. I mean, the guy went crazy five rounds against Israel Adesanya and knocked out Bisbing. And he's knocked out all these guys. He knocked out Vitor Belfort. And then he gets submitted in like one minute by... Well, Jack Hermanson, I think it was, uh, by heel hook or something. Uh, man, Heinrich is tough, but I think Kelvin, when Kelvin's focused, he's great. Uh, unfortunately, he's focused on donuts half the time, but he's, <laughs> I hope he wins. I, I, I love Kelvin. Um, who do we think is going to win this fight? Greg? Uh, Heinrich, and I don't think it's going to be close. And I know that you're, you know, and, and Kevin's been on the show, and he's a great guy, but I think Heinish is on a tear right now, and I think Kevin's just the next victim in his, uh, in his run. I think you just want some of that cocaine that was up Ian's ass. <laughs> Listen, and also, I like his style. <laughs> uh, Don? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget it. Oh, you talking uh, to me? So I fall asleep during grades. Um, <laughs> prediction. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Thanks, thanks for that, Don. Uh, Jimmy Rivera <laughs> is a guy who was like fifteen and one from Bellator. Came out over here, had some good success, uh, up and down, but he's been doing pretty good lately. Fighting Pedro Munoz on a two-fight losing streak. He was a guy that knocked out Cody No Love. Uh, then he lost his last two fights. Um, this should be a good fight. This should be a good fight. I think uh, I think Rivera's got it. I do. I think uh, Munoz. I think some of these Brazilian fighters, they're great, but then once you get once they go on these like two fight losing streaks, like their confidence just goes away. Um, and I think that's when they're kind of ripe. Uh, Don, did you ever fight in Brazil? No, never did. I went down there on tour or just uh, do a tour for a radio company with uh, Brian Johnston and Gary Goodrich. And um, Brian, you know, we went to watch the fight uh, at a circus, at a fucking circus ring. And Brian said, shit, I'll fight. <laughs> you know? So from the stage, uh, with all these uh, uh, wild animals and everything, he's getting dressed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about the closest I got. Yeah. Wait, so you went down on a tour, Brian's like, I'll fight, and then there were at wild animals everywhere? Yeah, we were in a circus. It was in a circus tent. Right, right, right. Yeah. Traveling circus. Who did, who did Brian fight? I have no idea, but Brian destroyed this poor guy. Jeez, <laughs> so please, I'll kill the guy. Probably the lion tamer. 
<laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, I think he fought a rhino. <laughs> Circus has fucking MMA fights. <laughs> go to a circus and there's two guys fighting in a cage. Like, that's the that's a kind of a badass circus, but that's so weird. Like, did he even like? Was there? Did, it, did he have any time to prepare, or he just fought like within five minutes notice? Yeah, he just five weeks. Yeah, I'll fight. You know, because somebody fell out of the tournament. So Brian says, Yeah, I'll fight. <laughs> there you go. And he just jumped in and fought, huh? Now, did you corner yeah. him? Did you, did you corner him at least? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Wow. <laughs> That's why he won, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Don well, kept yelling to him was... to use his Down syndrome strength. That... <laughs> 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 All right. Also, Julian Marquez, who a uh, great guy. He actually is from uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, they call him. That's his nickname. Uh, I, I knew him when he was in the LFA. <laughs> Uh, when he knocked out Matt Hamill in like eight seconds in one of his fights, um, so he he also has a also has a, he's a podcast with some like hot porn star, um, some hot lesbian. What her name? Uh, but yeah, he's fighting Mackie Patolo, uh, who's a crazy Hawaiian, but on like a two fight losing streak. Uh, who do we like in this fight? Polly Marquez, right? The Missile Crisis. Hello? Is he the lesbian? Is he the lesbian porn star? <laughs> <laughs> no, he has a podcast with a, with a porn star with Kendra Lust. Uh, have you ever heard of Kendra Lust? Yeah, she's not a lesbian. Hell no, she's not a lesbian. <laughs> she goes both ways. Oh, she's bisexual. Got it. Um, but I, <laughs> I love this. You're going, oh, listen. <laughs> Don, that sounds like firsthand information. That's what that sounds like. Don, do you watch, Don, do you watch a lot of porn or no? Uh, no, no. Just until uh, my my battery goes dead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my screen burns. My screen burns. <laughs> See, apparently, Don apparently watched it all the way up until Kendra Lust turned lesbian. Watching it then, every song. Yeah, after uh, he, he, he had sex, some guy named Sean McCorkle, and she said, That's it. I'm going gay. Uh, <laughs> that'll do it. She's a lesbian until Don started watching porn, and then Don turned her straight. That's how, uh, that's how straight he is. You know, I, uh, you know, I had heard, man. Um, did you guys hear the rumor? They were talking about John Jones and Matt Hamill in a rematch because there's only one, you know. Uh, blemish on John Jones' record, and uh, they said they offered the fight to Jones, and Jones took it. But uh, rumor has it Matt Hamill wasn't trying to hear it, so um, that didn't end up working out. <laughs> All, right. All right, thank you for the deaf joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Um, Get down, syndrome. Get down, syndrome. Down. Down, boy. I had a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> At a conference at the time, and they were all these guys. I caught it. I, 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 like actually, I had a call at a show where, like, it was, like, for a deaf school, like, 80% deaf, and they had a, a, an interpreter behind me. And every time I told a joke, they, you know, she would sign it. So I, I ended up saying things like, I really have a crush on the comedian. I really want to hook up with him. This is not him talking. <laughs> <laughs> kind of made that part of the ad. <laughs> So Bobby Green's taking on Jim Miller, which, wait, what the hell is Vince Michelle doing? He just beat Jim Miller. Why is he fighting before 
Vince. Um, should be a good fight. Bobby Green is like taunt for taunt the best fighter in MMA. The guy just talks shit the whole time. Before the fight, playing this and that. Jim Miller's a guy. He's been around, though. He's been around. He's hard to finish. He's tough. It should be a good fight. This is definitely like a Bellator main event kind of fight. But uh, I'm into it. I like it. Um, I think Bobby Green's going to win. I don't know why. Sean? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably go Jim Miller, man. But am I crazy or does Jim Miller fight like 10 times a year? Didn't he just? I know you said he just fought Vince, but it's like him and Cowboy Cerrone fight 10 times a year and everybody else fights every 18 months. Cowboy Cerrone just signed to fight Diego Sanchez. Uh, oh, my. And Diego used to train with uh, They hate each other because I guess Cowboy left Jackson. But then Diego did also for uh, that, that, that guy. It's the, but I don't know, man. I don't think this is good for Diego Sanchez at all. I think Cowboy is going to beat him up. I was going to say, watch this be one of those fights that Cerrone wins. And you're like, he's back. Like, this – what a, what a up and – okay. Yeah, but is it – I mean, but if he beats Diego at this point, are we going to think he's back? I mean, why is no. he – No. No. No, not at all. Not at all. It's to be expected, you know, sure. I don't know why the UFC sanctioning this fight. I, I, I don't think that this fight's going to be competitive. And I don't want to see – Diego Sanchez hasn't won a round in his last three fights. If you go to three fights in a row without winning a round, I think, and they all, I think it's maybe time to, to hang it up. Yeah, I mean, this, this smacks of Bellator. This exactly feels like – you, you think Miller versus Greenfield? No, this is – that's your Bellator match right there. And Bellator made an announcement. I guess they're having an eight-man light heavyweight tournament, uh, which looks pretty good, actually. Uh, Anthony Johnson – and Yoel Romero and Ryan Bader oh, wow. uh, are all going to be in it. Uh, so I'm going to be good. They got some good names. The problem with these tournaments, though, is that they take 19 years to, to end. I, I mean, they, they just they keep going on. Like, you, you forget about them. They, they, should, they need to have them, yeah. like, all within two months or something. But they don't – it's just like – no, you're right about that because, like, you'll see it. You'll see it, and they're like, oh, this, this fight is part of the tournament. I'm like – is this current or is this like, am I watching a repeat? Is this, is this thing still going on? Yeah. No. It should all be done in one month, not two. Just one freaking month is done, you know? I mean, you guys did it in one day. Yeah. You guys literally did it in right. one day. Uh, Three hours. Three hours. <laughs> God damn. And now they're like, yeah, I know. They stretch it out too far. It's too, it doesn't build any momentum, you know? You got to have them closer together. Oh, so I guess they're going to be on Showtime now. Bellator is going to Showtime. That was the big announcement also. Uh, <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> right after yeah, Brandon Schaub's comedy special. Yeah, I was about to say, in case you had trouble finding them before, now you know exactly <laughs> where you won't see them. <laughs> yeah, which, 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 one, which one does the prove is dying? Does the prove uh, Showtime or Bellator is dying? Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, Bellator's moving to Showtime. That's the big announcement. Okay, so I guess it, uh, I guess maybe it isn't a tournament. I, I don't know. I don't know about this. I mean, I guess it's good. I, Showtime's better than CBS Sports. At least, it's you know, it's better than Next CBS. month, it's going to be like Bellator moving to the WB next weekend. At least it won't be on BET. Uh, man. 
Uh, okay, thank you for that one. All right. I think uh, I heard BET. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard too. It's like, BET. <laughs> I heard BET, but I could fill in the rest. All right, so Diego Lima <laughs> is taking on Bilal Muhammad. That should be a good fight. This is going to be a good fight. Muhammad's a freaking awesome fighter. Diego's also a really good fighter. Um, it's a good fight. I like that fight. Uh, also, Pollyanna Viana is taking on Mallory Martin. Uh, Brian Kelleher, who's actually a good rapper as well, taking on Ricky Simone. That guy fought like last week. He's a guy with a mullet. He's a little, he's a badass fighter. That should be a good fight. Um, Random Maverick versus Julian Robertson. Robertson's like a hot redhead. Uh, Maverick has won, I think, four in a row. Andre, you let's be honest though. Let's be honest. You could substitute that with the co-main event, and no one would know the difference. Unfortunately, I think you're right. Andre Ewell, who was basically homeless when he got to the UFC, uh, one four to five, taking on Chris Gutierrez. Uh, that should be a good fight as well. So yeah, that's that's the card this week. I am gonna order it. Uh, I think it's a I think it's a solid card. Uh, yeah, but I I hear you. The co-main event is is a little strange. I mean. If I was if I was choosing the co-main event on this card, I would uh, put the Kelvin Gastelum as the co-main event one. Absolutely, man! It's not even close. I mean, I, I don't know. Look at John. What was that? I didn't say anything. You blinked out. Oh, on me. I, I thought. I thought. <laughs> I mean, you just, you're putting in two girls that just nobody really knows that well. And again, I'm not against having a female fighter fight as the co-main event. It just, it has to have, I mean, come on, it's got to be noteworthy. I think they're ranked pretty high at 125, which is a newer division. So I think that's... 10 and 15, bro. 10 and 15. Oh, that's what they're, oh, that's what they're ranked? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about them. Uh, that's what I just assumed that. All right. Yeah, that's weird. Weird. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, well, Greg, when you're right, you're right. So, yeah, it really should be Gastelum and Heinish as the co-main event. Without question. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so, that's that's what's going on. Um, Bellator's going to Showtime. Uh, Don, do you have Showtime? Nope. Nope. Sure don't. Um, don't plan on getting it. Just because the... <laughs> you were going to get a... <laughs> He actually was going to get it just for the Brendan Com- Shop comedy special. But then he heard Bellator. Oh. He's like, I can't do it. Don, I really like hey. Don, if anybody should be going to the comedy, McCorkle, you're funny as well. But Don Fry, I feel like you're just a natural, man. You got to be on a sitcom or a movie. I, I, I want to make Pinned, obviously, but I want you to be on it as like either like the, the uh, principal or like the bitter fucking wrestling coach or one of the parents or the grandfather who sits in the back and just yells at everybody or makes Nick. He's such, <laughs> he'd be so good at so many parts. There's nobody like grandfather, him. Grandfather, why can't I be one of the wrestlers? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Not that's like, the show. He decides to go back and student, finish high school and he joins the high school wrestling team. That, yeah, it's now like, we got something. Yeah, some weird law where he's allowed to oh, go. Oh, yeah. Dude, I can see it. He identifies as a 16-year-old. I so thought I had to let it go through because the Bidens do law. So he identifies as a 16-year-old boy. It's actually there middle school. It's actually middle school. I thought about having an episode where, like, we just keep losing. So we have Henry Cejudo, and we dress him up as a middle school kid. Like, like we, like we like bring in a ringer. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Sure, why not? Do it all. Yes. Uh, so uh, I'm not even going to get into – 
what Don Fry thinks of some of the transgender laws because uh, and like the rule because that's that's a whole other podcast. Anyway, so um, what do we have? Yes, I, I love the way you just brought it up, but then decided not to. Like what? <laughs> And then ran from it. Yeah. Totally. Totally. He opened a can of worms and then just ran away and was like, well, that's the show. Wish we had time. See you guys later. Well, I'll tell you what. Any man who names his dog syndrome probably doesn't have very politically correct views on uh, the transgender. Thank you, John. John, so what are you you, you planning on doing this week? What am I doing? Yeah. Or dog. I can't hear you. You, Sean. You, Sean. Um, actually, we had a snowstorm here last night, so I'm probably going to get out on my tractor that I bought since I'm a farmer slash puppy mill owner and uh, probably drive it around and plow snow out of my property and do things like that. I don't know. Wait, you actually bought a tractor? Really? No, yeah, I bought like a $30,000 Kubota tractor that has uh, like everything you could want because apparently I want to be bankrupt again one day, so I just keep buying stuff. You know but, how to uh, drive it? Yeah, it's actually really hard. I flipped it once and uh, almost hurt myself a couple times already. So, like, I've really, uh, like, I've almost cut my arm off on it. It's ridiculous. Those things are a little dangerous, especially when you don't know how to drive them or what, how to use them. So. Wait, how do you flip a tractor? They, man, they're real yeah. unstable. And, like, if you, you can put, like, the bucket down, like, to, you know, that you would push dirt with or whatever, and it can lift the whole tractor up. It's that strong. Same with the backhoe. You can lift it up off the ground. So, if you're not paying attention, you can hurt yourself really easily. So. It happens after you drink a half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don, have you ever put the tractor before? No, I've never been that lucky. You know, yeah, I try. You know, I flipped cows before, though. You know. Uh, wait, did you really have you ever met the cow, Don? Hey, you ever go cow tipping? No. Oh yeah. Oh, I've been really cow tipping the first time, man. I will go cow tipping. Greg, you really went. Greg, you went for real? Oh yeah! In te- well, I grew up in Texas, so you know, if you were bored on a Saturday night, you know, you'd find a field and you know, someone would go out there and try and push a cow over. I'll say this though: I never saw anyone uh, successfully push it over. I saw them try a few times, but I never saw one go over all the way. But Don, you actually flipped flip cows before? Hell yes. Tell you what do you think I did on the Saturday night when I was growing up? I don't know. I have no idea. It's a big mystery. <laughs> you can't get a date. You got to do something. So, uh, so what, what I was going to say, you know, Don thinks he's dating. <laughs> talking about dating. Like I flipped a lot of girls. That's the way. That way, you don't have to see their face. That's the way <laughs> you do it. <laughs> You know, now I know why Don started to put it together why Don got kicked by a horse more than once. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that horse learned its lesson. So, uh, Sean, have you bought the dogs yet or no? I've got uh, – I do have the one dog, a male pit bull, and I've got another. The female is coming uh, via flight nanny. Apparently, for $600, they'll fly your, your dog to you, someone in a plane. I don't know if they smuggle it or what. I don't know what's going on, but they, they bring your dog to you. Um, so I got to come in a week from Wednesday, my $10,000 dog. So. Wow. Flying first class, too. Not really, but wow. for 10000 you would think they would. Now, is the dog that you bought for ten grand already, is it nice? Is it friendly? That's a puppy. I mean, it's just uh, seven weeks old. So they're uh, little puppies. Yeah, when they grow up, uh, my, my male pit bull is only like four months old. But I really did get them. I'm just going to get one male, maybe two females, just to uh, make some money. Because they're like purebred, like real 
name dogs. Like they come from a real famous line. So I really should be able to get five to 10,000 per puppy. So when I breed them, I'll probably only breed the female twice ever in my life, as long as Don isn't around. But um, yeah, she'll probably breed twice. So if I can, if I can make, you know, like $30,000 a litter, I'd have to be crazy not to do it on you know, occasion. So. Wow. Wow. I don't think I ever met anybody like you guys. Uh, <laughs> Somebody had a bull massive. Okay, you know. he's definitely gone to the basement. <laughs> oh man, did I? Uh, yeah, we lost you, Don. <laughs> I'm still here, Don. I'm still here. There he is. All right, Greg what's, <laughs> Greg, what's your week look like? Oh, man, you, you know, living and loving, loving and loving. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'll, I'll tell you this. Next Wednesday, uh, we're doing the, uh, the Zoom showcase for the workshop that I've been doing. So everybody gets to see all the new material we're working on. So if you guys want to check it out, just go to the comedyinstitute.com and sign up on the newsletter, and uh, you'll get the link. And then, uh, oh, my God, you finally got some new material. Thank God. <laughs> oh, listen, you're wrong, Don. I have no new material. <laughs> I think Greg should tour the country. Like, instead of Larry the Cable Guy, it should be Greg Fry. Exactly. I probably should. I should just go around as Greg Fry. I'll have a limp. It'll be awesome. Dude, I knew a comic. <laughs> My buddy Flip Schultz is a character. Where, uh, it's like this crazy character he does, and he opens up for himself. Yeah, yeah. The, he plays a reporter, like an old 1940s reporter named, uh, what is it? What's, what's the name of the character? Uh, uh, and, and after every joke, he goes like, Thundercats, or, or like, <laughs> man, or like every joke, he's like, for no reason. He yeah, just, he's got like a, like a hat and like a cigar. He's like, I'll tell you what else you can have. You can have an extra piece of pie. But you, you know, it's very weird. It's funny as shit, though. <laughs> It's like it's how about the uh, how about the guy that says hamburger after every joke? Have you guys seen that guy? Yeah, I oh I, yeah yeah I I, I opened for him at a college like, two thousand. That's the funniest. Like I don't even know why it's funny, but that's the funniest shit ever, man. Dude, like, that guy was he's a he's a good comic though. Basically, man. like instead of cursing, he says hamburger. Like that was he'd be like man blah 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 hamburger. Like it was I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of a smart gag for doing colleges. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, remember Shucky Ducky? Remember Shucky Ducky? Yeah, of course, of course. He'd be like, "You stub your toe, a Shucky Ducky." <laughs> one time, one time I played a gig in North Carolina, and I think it was a comedy zone. And someone's like, "Hey, we don't get a lot of comics like you." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." I'm like, "That's so nice." He's like, "Yeah, you're you're a lot different than everybody." And I look at their lineup, and it was like the Rage and Cajun, Grandma Lee. Uh, it was like. Everybody who was like a midnight swinger, I'm like, yeah, it was like professional wrestlers slash comedians. They all, they were all like monsters in their own right, but none of them were doing like they all had like a character, you know. It was always all, all that. It was like the raging Cajun, you know, Grandma Lee. You know, so uh, anyway, Don, what about you? they got laughs. <laughs> they got laughs. I'm like me, right? Exactly. Don, what do you got coming up? Oh, Skippy Green. By the way, Skippy Green was the name of the character. Hilarious guy. Uh, Don, what do you have coming up? Oh, hell, nothing much. I'm just gonna, I'm playing with my bulldog and uh, I'm gonna take her for a drive in a pickup truck and uh, we're gonna go down to the homeless camp and set it on fire. 
<laughs> oh, <Nah>. man. <laughs> All right, we're going to take yeah, that one out. Uh, Don, so what are you doing Valentine's Day with your girlfriend? <laughs> I think you already told you. What do you say? We're going to go down to homeless camp and on fire. That's not manly. Setting homeless camps on fire is not. Uh, no one. Yeah, you know, down. Don. Don, no. All right. Well, while, while you're doing that, get some internet that works. Uh, but but Don, but Don, listen. Nobody wants you to set a homeless camp on fire. That's not. That's not good. Okay. And honestly, Don, the homeless camp has better internet <laughs> than you do. I was, I was about to say that. I was about to say, you set on fire. Who's going to use? Like, <laughs> but I don't know. So, so, so Don, what are you doing on, on uh, Valentine's Day for real? Not a damn thing. What about your girlfriend? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, when is Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> when is it? But it's this Sunday. Oh, shit. I guess I'm going to have to go out to eat something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Uh, and they say romance is dead. Well, listen, guys. Uh, <laughs> you can stream my comedy special on UFC Fight Pass, Adam Hunter Throwing Punches. Uh, if you're in Vegas, I'm headlining the uh, uh, Laugh Factory at Tropicana, February 18th to 21st. I'm headlining in Venice this Friday night at an undisclosed location. Venice, California. Uh, but thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs> See you, Take bye. care, buddy.